Hi everyone, welcome to our brand new podcast. Here, we will be streaming our artist interview series, featuring each of our music instructors. I'm Trinity Bliss, the host. Thank you for joining us. Um, what's one thing that you love about what you teach as a music instructor? I think uh, it's a little crazy because my, my own uh, personal journey as a singer has been uh, all over the place. <laughs> so I feel like it's it's really hard um, sometimes, not for everybody, but for some of people understand how to sing, how to uh, get to know their own instrument because as you know, also uh, as singers, we are our own instruments, and it's a different uh, road and a different journey that playing and a physical thing that it's outside of you. Uh, what I try to do with my with my students is to make them understand that that their emotions are connected to their voice, their daily life is connected to their voice, their life experiences, everything we do, and that's how we sound. So it's really unique and it's really different that just sitting down and picking a wooden instrument and some instrument that it's outside of yourself. So I guess that's that's the most important thing for me to understand as as we learn how to sing. Because I'm learning also. <laughs> I think like everybody should be learning all the time, even even if we are already doing it, you know. I love, love, love the way you said that. And you mentioned about your journey as a singer. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, yeah, uh, well, I I didn't grow up singer, like a singer, singing. Uh, I wasn't a singer when I was a kid, but I, but I wanted to. I, I remember when everybody else wanted to be an astronaut and a ballerina, I wanted to be a singer. So I had to start first playing the piano when I was, I think, 11. Um, I didn't love it at first. <laughs> because I wanted to sing, but it was a part of the road, you know? And I started professionally, I think when I was 18, uh, I studied a degree in music performance, in voice in Mexico City. And uh, as much as I loved it, I also struggled because I heard my voice. Uh, I was singing with a really bad technique, super confused on how to do it with, I think with a lot of information uh, and now I understand that it's better just to feel, um, to feel your body, to feel your own voice and uh, make up your own road. You know, you can, you can take, um, like advice from everybody. There's amazing singers, there's amazing teachers, but at the end is your own voice that what matters and how you, you feel and how your relationship, uh, develops with your own instrument. So it's been hard. Um, I went to surgery. I went to stop singing for three years. I spent a month in silence after my surgery, which was really interesting because I probably for the first time in my life, I started paying attention to what people said. <laughs> and and it was it was crazy. It was another experience. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a little, a little rough, I guess, but I'm still discovering it and I'm still trying to find the best way to, to do it and to enjoy it. Yes, right. Where exactly did you grow up and what was it like growing up in Mexico? I grew up in the north of Mexico, is northwest, is the border next to Arizona. So I used to go to the States a lot when I was a kid. 
we were, we, I mean, we still do it when I'm there with my family. Uh, it's like a three hour drive to Arizona and you cross the border and you're here, <laughs> I guess, in this, in this country. Um, it was beautiful because it's the desert and it's a different experience, I guess, growing up like in this empty place with like uh, crazy weather. We are like probably like 120 Fahrenheit in the summer. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And you get to see all these dangerous animals like snakes and scorpions and um, spiders and beautiful cactuses and the sunsets is probably my favorite thing. The beach, I love it. And I grew up having a, a really fun time, I guess, with my sister. We were uh, a lot of our time was outside doors, playing in the trees with our dogs, inventing stories and making up fantasies. And I don't know, I, I really I have a really good memory from growing up there. And I the more far away that I that I am, the more I miss it, the more I appreciate it and the more I understand that it defines me a lot. As a, as a person and as an artist, I guess. Wow, yeah, that sounds so amazing. Um, coming from there, and since it had such an influence on you, were there any sort of other singers that influenced you or other musical inspirations? To be honest, I maybe. <laughs> I mean, I have I have part of my family that uh, make music. They ha They never went professional, but they are like, really good at singing. They play the guitar. And I remember as a kid, I was hearing them in the family reunions and I was like so amazed by my cousin singing. And I was like, Ooh, I want to do that. Uh, other than that, I feel like my, my parents uh, love music. Uh, they are not musicians either, but they love music. And, and they put me like to hear a lot of different things since I was a kid. Uh, I grew up hearing a lot of like, um, Bolero and ranchera from Mexico. I don't know how to say that in English. Probably there's not a word, but um, like influence like uh, Chabela Vargas was a big one, I guess. Um, I, I love how she sings and I and I love how she connects with people. So I, I grew up hearing to that. Um, I remember actually my first concert that I can make sure that I was there because I probably went to other ones that I don't know. <laughs> was uh, Pablo Milanes. He's a Cuban singer and composer. And I was like amazed by him. I still love his music. Um, and I remember perfectly where I was and I was paying attention and I was like uh, standing up on a chair so I could see. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I feel really passionate with his sound and his lyrics. And yeah, I guess, I guess that. Yeah. So that's always really been a big part of your life, music and enjoying music, making music, hearing music. So when did you figure out that you wanted to teach music? I think when I, when I realized how hard it was for me to teach myself first, <laughs> to understand how to do it in a healthy way, um, I, thought, I thought I could probably help people a little bit, you know, to to find their own road, to find the things that make them feel good, to understand that it should be a natural process, that it shouldn't be crazy hard or painful, you know, uh, as it was for me, maybe sometimes. So I, I guess that inspired me to like, try to help people discover their voice in their own way, 
at their own time without pressure, without uh, doing unhealthy things, just by, I don't know, trying to find the pleasure of the joy that is being a singer. And I feel like sometimes we, the more that you are into it, sometimes you forget, forget, forget about it. Yeah, I guess. Because you're doing a lot of things, you're feeling pressures from outside world and at the end we start this because we love it right so i feel like that's the we should always go back to that step and remind ourselves oh yes i i like this <laughs> so let's let me start again from there uh so i guess yeah from there i love that it sounds like that's something that makes you really really unique as a teacher and as a person is that you come back to why you started and why you love it that's something just so valued I know that I value that a lot and I'm sure a lot of other people would they were taking lessons um, what is something that you think you need to work on more as a teacher Ooh, that's a lot of things <laughs> a lot of things um, personally I think I have to work more in my own practice because I am really impatient I'm, I don't have a lot of like Patience, of course, that's what I was saying. But uh, I'm always feeling desperate and it's hard for me to like sit down and do things. <laughs> so I'd rather sing um, walking around or being outside than singing uh, in a calm way and like sitting down. So I, but I know I have to work more on this because sometimes by being in, in, in a peaceful way, I think, uh, with yourself is how you discover which things to improve. Uh, uh, what, what things you can make better, what things doesn't um, make you feel good about your own voice. So yeah, I probably my patience with myself and with my voice and with my practice. I, I definitely need to work in that. Yeah, that's a very important point. I think patience, just learning something new in general and loving yourself through it and honoring your own journey and saying, okay, this is, it's different from something. That's really important. And so what would a typical lesson look like with one of your students? Huh, I think it's different. Um, depends on the person, but I, I like starting by talking, uh, getting to know how they are, how they are feeling. Because I remember um, when I was starting my, my voice journey, I guess, I had this really good teacher in Mexico City and uh, Sometimes I went to the class just like trying to feel professional and like, yeah, 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 I'm ready, I'm ready. But I was, I'm super, I'm a really sensitive person. So I was going through a lot of emotions and things. And she used to tell me like, how are you feeling? That was the first thing. And sometimes we ended up like, I, I ended up crying for like half of the lesson and not doing anything related to the voice. But I understood how important is that? Like, how, how we're feeling defines how we're going to sound. And I, I like to do that. I like to ask people, how are you feeling? Uh, how was your morning? How was your day? Are you going to something that you want to talk about? You know, do you really feel like singing today? Also, because there's some days that you just want to like stretch, maybe breathing that is super important for singing too, um, or ask questions about how to do this thing, how to sing. Uh, you know, and that's from my own singing lessons with my teachers. I feel that the more, the more inspiring for me, getting to know the teacher a bit, getting
getting to understand why they do what they do, um, why they sing, uh, how they feel when they're singing, how they started. So I like to do that at first. And after that, I feel like I'm going in the direction that that uh, question points me. <laughs> so sometimes it would be like warming up and then go to the song. Sometimes it would be like, oh, we are so tense today. Let's just stretch, um, calm down, breathe. You know, uh, I can do a little like meditation or breathing things with the eyes closed that I like because you don't get that distracted. So yeah, it, it's always maybe unique, depends on, on how the student is and how I feel I can help them that specifically they, <laughs> yeah. Beautiful, that's amazing. It's like, I've seen how music has helped you and has shaped you, but it's also, you're shaping the music. So you have to be ready for that. I love that you ask your students like that. And so I guess that being said, what do you think makes teaching music different from teaching anything else? Oh, I don't know. I, I've never teached something else, <laughs> but uh, I can imagine. There's a lot of noise here. Um, I can imagine that it's a different journey because music connects you with yourself and with your emotions. And I feel like that's really different of course, you need to develop a healthy technique and you need to understand how to do it in a good way. But also, the more you know yourself, the more honest maybe you can sound and the more um, you stop trying to sound like people that you admire or like everybody else. And I think that's that's probably really unique to music. I'm not sure, but I, I, I would guess. That's my guess. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, do you have any songs that you'd like to share with us today? Yeah, I would love to. Um, um, live? Probably no, because I, I don't, I'm not prepared right now. <laughs> but uh, if you can put something uh, in YouTube and in any musical platform. Yes, absolutely. Let's give it a watch. en tu piel que solo existen en el recuerdo y en el tatuaje que guarda su nombre con ser hay una pena entre tus labios que sabe a selva con humo y a miel no la conozco más que en tus poros que gritan sus besos cada que te intento Rota, me aliento fiel. 
infiel, no sé qué hacer, vuelvo a caer. Paso mis días sobre el espacio que dibujaste desde el momento en que me viste sola, volando bajo y decidiste que nos podíamos No son como los suyos, pero los mueves con el mismo vaivén de su pasado, de mundo oscuro. Enciende sus velas con mi luz de And um, to all the people that are watching that don't know, our songs are also on Spotify before I forget to mention that. But also, yes, they what are brought everywhere. you to... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry. Uh, they, are, they are everywhere. They're on Spotify, in Apple Music, in a lot of places. You can find them. Yeah. Oh, where you are. Um, what brought you to us? What brought you to Lily Theater? Ooh, that's interesting. Uh, I met Dar Lily the president and the, I guess, CEO of this organization. I met her doing Tai Chi. We were both doing Tai Chi for like six months together, which was a really nice uh, discovery for me. And I actually, I need to do it more I, now that I'm saying it out loud, uh, but it was really interesting. And I met her there, uh, we were talking, she told me she was doing this nonprofit and all the positive changes to the world that you want to offer through this, all the healing um, situation for veterans, for people in the spectrum, for everybody that needs music. Um, and for me, I feel like it's all of us. So I thought it was really interesting. I thought she, she has like a really powerful idea. And just the, um, to hear her so passionate about it uh, with her own life story and her own way to discover what makes her feel safe and healed and loved. I don't know. I, I feel like I got inspired too when then she asked me if she if I wanted to be teaching here and directing the teachers and I said yes because I feel like if you can help people with music, that's probably one of the best reasons to make music that I've discovered. Like share, sharing it, uh, inspiring others, help them and 
yeah, grow together, I guess, not just by my own, but with this community, with everybody that wants to join us and the teachers and, and all, all the, the journey that everybody's experiences. I think that's really powerful and that's why I, I ended up here. <laughs> That's such an amazing story. I love that you met through Tai Chi and you reminded me I want to do that more as well. So thank you. But um, yeah, I think when you when you build something like Lily Theater, when you build it from a place of passion, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and more abundant. And now we're here and now we're interviewing you. It's crazy. So that's super exciting. And then I have one more question for you. Tell me. And be like, when you're teaching your students music, do you think that you give them opportunities to um, branch out and be creative with different genres? I will, yeah, I would love to. Um, I feel like, of course, you need to help them do exactly what they want to do. Um, I remember when I was when I was learning piano that I never learn as I want to. I, I need to keep going, <laughs> but I I was kind of like in this classical training and I didn't get it. I, I didn't understand why I couldn't play different things, you know? And that that was the, the kind of lessons that I could get. Um, the teacher was really good with me, but I, I wanted to do more, you know? I wanted to do things that make me feel good and different ways of playing. And it, I, I feel like for me, I had to discover that on my own. Um, and I feel like it's really important, especially when somebody's starting in their musical journey to find what they like and focus on that instead of like trying to do to make them uh, do what you want for them. I, I mean, if they ask you, of course, but uh, they need to enjoy it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If they want, if they want me to help them enjoy different genres and understand the difference between them, I would definitely do it. Yeah, I love that. Is there anything else that you think you want to add or share to people that are looking for lessons? Wow, you're welcome to take lessons with me. <laughs> I'm always learning and I can secure you that we can learn from each other, from my own mistakes also. Um, I think the most important thing for me is, is helping people not to hurt themselves because I went through that and it's really, it's really hard uh, being a singer and having your voice damaged because you're doubting yourself all the time and you feel insecure and you feel like you probably shouldn't be doing it, you know? So I, if I can help people be healthy in their way to singing and enjoy it, I think that's a, that would be super powerful and, and super nice for me to, to offer that possibility. Um, I also think that we have a lot of amazing teachers in Lily, Lily Company, so you can, um, you can try, it depends on what you want to do, but there's amazing people, they can teach you a lot of different things and you're welcome to try one lesson and then you can decide if, if you like us. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. It has been such an honor to talk to you and get to know you some more. I hope that um, everyone who's watching this, anyone can spread the word about Polly <laughs> and um, the song's coming out, and it's going to be such a beautiful journey. I'm so excited. But yeah, thank you, and I'll see you next thank time. You so much. Thank you, Trinity. Thank you so much for inviting me. We hope you enjoyed this episode of our artist interview series. If you'd like to take lessons with the instructor featured today, send us an email 
at info at movietheatercompany.org. If you want to hear more of these podcasts, make sure to subscribe to our channel and follow our social media accounts. Lily Theatre Company is growing because of listeners like you. Thank you for your support.